Pocono. What's up with that, bro? It's the podcast where we're watching the TV show Lost backwards from the last episode to the first episode with Chad, and he's never seen Lost before. Actually, I think that I've seen like maybe three or four minutes of Lost before we started recording this podcast. I'm just waiting for the moment where like I'm watching the show and I'm like, I remember seeing this. This is what my buddy Mike's mom was watching one day <laughs> while I was trying to read some comic books at Mike's place. I'm another one of your bros on the show, AJ. And this week we're considering the season finale, part two, There's No Place Like Home. And basically what we're looking at here is the Oceanic Six find themselves closer to rescue as the confrontation between the survivors and the freighter people continues. So how are you guys feeling about this episode? Freighter people's a much better name than the others. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah. It's very descriptive, and it doesn't center around what the survivors are. But it's kind of vague, because it kind of sounds like it's people made out of freighters. <laughs> like they're boat transformers? Yeah. It's just several it's freighter like boat people are half boat, half person. Mm-hmm. I feel like they missed the opportunity to say freighter folk. <laughs> you know how you get, like, the double yeah, the alliteration? alliteration? I just yeah. said that like it was a new thing. Like when you get a double letter? <laughs> when you get the double letter score in yeah. Scrabble? Yeah. They call that alliteration, right? Mm-hmm. I will now. <laughs> what are you going to call a triple letter score? Uh, a double alliteration. Okay. Yeah, everything is double alliteration. And then you just add on, like, <laughs> double alliteration plus one. Yeah. Triple three. double alliteration. <laughs> and a regular word is a half alliteration. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's great. Is Would half alliteration <laughs> just be a litter or a ration? Ooh. I feel like a ration sounds better. Ah. My money is on oration. Just because. Yeah. So uh, tweet at us if you want to play Scrabble with us with our new cool lingo at WhatBroPod. <laughs> We're hip. We're with it. Yeah. Play Scrabble. Yeah. Episode opens up with uh, Jack and Kate talking in the dark by the airport. Uh, she doesn't want to go back because he... Because uh... he said we have to go back. Yeah. Because... Uh, what's Locke's fake, fake name again? Jeremy Bentham. Bentham. Yes, because Jeremy Bentham said... And Kate's like, I can't believe you listened to him. Him of all people. Yeah. And he basically says it was the only way to keep you safe. You and Aaron safe. And then she slapped him. Yeah. Ah. For mentioning Aaron's name. Yeah. Who he shares blood with, but she does not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Apparently he left, though. Cause she's saying that he he's not there to read to Aaron anymore. Did he leave, Oh, though? did he get kicked out? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what I'm thinking. Because she seemed uh, pretty upset about him being high all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I guess he's pill-popping pretty hard. Uh, we've seen that already. The whole time I thought he was boozing. Pill-popping pretty passionately. Boom. There you go. We, we've, we I think <laughs> that's, we've that's done it. That's a quadruple word. <laughs> that is quadruple word score. That's so a quadruple you, double. That's a quadruple <laughs> double that's, alliteration. That's better than uh, Ice Cube does when he fucks around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... I don't know. Like, this is this is a pretty ham-fisted scene to me. Yeah. Like with the like, she's got the tears streaming, and then there's a lot of intense emotion between them. And then um, Matthew Fox is doing a great job being super out of it um, with that weird beard. I still can't get over that beard. That beard looks so fake to me. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I mean, I know a little bit about beards. <laughs> Two things that you know: one, Matthew Fox, clean-shaven man. You know, do whatever you're gonna do, but. You don't have to, if, like, 
can he not grow a real beard? I guess he like there's time constraints. Maybe he was yeah. shooting like Speed Racer Seven or whatever. Also on the island scenes, he's got like the the little scruff, not the full beard. So That's he right. Has to go back and forth. Maybe That's... the drugs helped him grow a beard. Ooh, yeah, they were like uh, <laughs> testosterone or whatever. It was like downers and testosterone. Yeah. <laughs> like it was a new craze among kids. Like if you want to get your high on, but also maybe you want to experiment with your sexuality. Yeah. And... Yeah, let's get weirdy and beardy. <laughs> uh, like, that yeah, gives a whole new should. meaning to the yeah. word, this is my beard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what was the old meaning? Oh, I'll, I'll let, the, I'll let the, uh, our listeners tweet at chat, please. I feel like I'm treading on really weird ground. <laughs> really beard ground? <laughs> uh, that's, that's the best. <laughs> Yeah, so I only want to keep you safe. Is that what he wants? Is that what Jack wants? He wants to keep them safe? Well, it seems like he mostly wants to just stay high all the time. Yeah, Yeah. and it's kind of fun that we see this addressed in the episode. We'll we'll talk about it later, between that conversation between Jack and um, Locke. And uh, he talks about his purpose and what his purpose is. I guess we'll circle around back to that. Yeah. We also get like a view of this bomb. So we were, this is kind of fun, because we were talking about this on um, the last episode. We were wondering, like, why, why, is, why are people so nonchalant about there being a bomb on the boat? And according to the dialogue that we get between Mike and Son, nobody knows about the bomb, except for uh, the people in that room and Mike and Son, for whatever mm-hmm, reason. Right. So I get the idea of, of keeping, to keep everybody calm on, on the boat, but... This isn't like a city of people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's like maybe what a total of maybe thirty people a part yeah. of this crew. Like, is, are, is everybody going to mutiny and what's going to happen? Like, yeah, I mean, there's the crew of the boat, and then there's just however many of the of the survivors that have been brought on to the the boat by Daniel. So it can't be that many people. That's and, right. Yeah. And you know what? Okay, I kind of get the idea why they're not trying to start a panic by not telling the people um, because they're probably don't have the the boats right because daniel is ferrying people from Mm -hmm. the shore to the boat with with loads of i guess losties which is people that were on the plane that we've never seen for six (laughs) four years at this point but they're all trying to you know still keep their whole survival thing going when desmond is giving the speech about everything that you could do to make the bomb (laughs) go boom yeah did he mention moving it he did he did yeah, there was a there's a moment where um, he was talking about all the triggers and everything going boom. I think like maybe the first or second item he said yeah. was like if we physically move it, mm. there's a there is something attached to the bomb that would cause it to go off if you jostle it a little. Like bit. one of those like little trembler things. Yes, yeah. which is like, kind of weird. Like yes. how you have in horrible. a uh, tilt uh, like for pinball, pinball machine, machines. Yeah. How yeah. does that work when you're on water? Yeah, that's a, a it would be going off constantly. Yeah, like you can't. Mm-hmm have it be like if you had a level like if you had a level attached to that bomb that level would be moving yeah. so or unless, maybe it's like tied to something or or like one of the fuses is like wrapped around the chair leg no. i want to believe that there's that or martin keeney is like a great mathematician <laughs> who can account for the movement of the ocean and his bomb yeah making. that's what matters yeah so <laughs> well it's not about the size of the bomb it's about the motion of the ocean exactly that's the, that's the principle that guide kimi to building this dead man trigger bomb yeah uh also i i just want to say about martin kimi <laughs> uh, i finally figured it out he's like if christopher walken and robert patrick <laughs> combined oh yeah 
They uh, would form Martin Keaton. Robert Patrick from Terminator. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I see what you yeah. mean there. When you said Robert Patrick, I thought you meant like the Twilight dude, but <laughs> no, that's Robert Pattinson. That's right. That's right. It would be fun to think about him as like a shiny Christopher Walken-esque type guy. <laughs> Just imagining him dancing around. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, he does kind of have that, that vibe. Like he looks kind of like Robert Patrick. Not exactly like him, but a little bit like him. Yeah. But he's got the bug eyes and the like the way that he talks. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds yeah. like he's trying to do a cut rate Christopher Walken impersonation. <laughs> it does. What are we doing here, Martin Kimi? I don't. I forget who that actor is. We'll, we'll probably. Well, you guys can find out. But also, he's he's not going to appear on the show anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's well. not like uh, I've alienated uh, him from ever showing up. You <laughs> <laughs> were never showing up anyway. He just goes like, "I would love to be on your show," but that one episode yeah. where you guys. Said if, he, that, if he shows up, he has to fight Chad. Yeah, and, and it's not even a bad <laughs> thing. Like you've been compared to like Christopher Walken and Robert uh, Pattinson. Patrick. Patrick. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> I'm still stuck in Twilight, you guys. Oh, Robert Patrick, come on. Yeah. Not Robert Patrick. Kevin Durand. Kevin Durand. I see. I, I like that guy. With a D him. at the end? Yeah. Okay, because if it was with a T at the end, I was going to tell you, no, that's the wrong player. <laughs> that is a basketball player. Oh, man. I want to, that's, yeah, I wonder what's going to happen to that guy. He's like, six foot seven. Holy, holy shit. Holy shit, really? Yeah. Wait, how how much shorter is Kevin Durant than Kevin Durant? <laughs> this is a question that I now need to know the we're, answer we're to. We're going to find this since out. Since I mentioned this. Okay, well... well um, Kevin Durant, by the way, do you, do you know yeah. who that is? The basketball player? Yeah. yeah. He's 6'9", Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant is 6'7". Wow, that is not like a huge difference. Yeah. I'm sure that the wingspan thing is a big difference. Probably. Also, oh, yeah. skill at playing basketball. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, uh, Ke- Kevin Durant is, is a basketball player that I know, not just because of uh, the whole thing where he jumped uh, from uh, one team to the Golden State Warriors just to get the ring. But uh, I also know him, like, even from when he was playing for the Thunder, uh, because I thought that he had the best nickname because uh, they, they used to call him Durantula. Oh, interesting. <laughs> is this because of his the span of his limbs? or? Uh, yeah, like, he's a very long-limbed dude, kind of yeah. like a spider, but mostly, like, I think it was just, like, a good play on Durant. Yeah. Durant Shalom. <laughs> Durant yeah. Also, he I collects spiders. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with him playing basketball. Yeah. He's just a really, really big spider enthusiast. <laughs> okay, odd pitch. Go with me here. <laughs> okay. What if there was a Freaky Friday-type project that featured Kevin Durant <laughs> and Kevin Durant? <laughs> or, like, they just switch lives for a day. What I would really like is not for it to be like a magical Freaky Friday thing, but it's just that they cast the wrong person in a role. Oh my god, (laughs) that would be amazing. Like they're like, okay, we're gonna do a uh, lost, uh, like a pre-lost show. It's it's about like what people were doing before (laughs) uh, they uh, before Lost happened. Yeah, yeah, and. So we're going to need to bring back uh, Kevin Durant <laughs> to reprise his role as Martin Kimi. And then Kevin Durant shows up on set. That and they would just be amazing. go with it. That would be so amazing. I would... Me- meanwhile, at the same time, <laughs> at the Warriors training camp, or, uh, does NBA have a preseason? Uh, I'm not the guy to ask. Okay. I'm not sure. All right. Let's say the NBA has a preseason. Uh, or, no, no, not even a preseason. 
Kevin Durant is hired during the offseason to play ball in Europe. Because they do that. <laughs> NBA players often go and play ball in Europe over the summer to make extra money. And to, like, you know, keep fresh and play more basketball. Yeah, so they end up with Kevin Durand uh, <laughs> playing for, like... Uh, like I, the Norwegian fishes or something. Something weird, like that. that. Dusty the Norwegian. Swedish fish. The Swedish yeah. fish. Like, <laughs> it's just a red team. But it's, it has nothing to do with fish or sweet. It's just actually the candy company that makes yeah. it, supports a basketball team. <laughs> or there's Kevin Durand on it. Mistaken by with Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah. So. He, he goes there and he's thinking like, oh, I'm going to get to do a project in Sweden for Swedish <laughs> fish. I wonder if this is like a commercial. And it's like, no, you're not going to Sweden. This is actually in uh, Poland. <laughs> it's I, just that the team is called the Swedish fish. <laughs> Poland Swedish fish. I get the feeling like if like a committed actor would, would probably just be like, well, all right, let me slot myself into this and maybe do a terrible job, mm-hmm. but then like still be committed so hard that everybody was like, he did okay. He's like, a even method he basketball player. He's a method <laughs> basketball player. Um, have any of you guys seen uh, the this recent season, well, the only season of um, Atlanta? No. no. All right, well, real quick, there's a scene in there where one of the main characters is playing basketball and he's a great actor, but he plays basketball terribly. And it's like they couldn't use... Some of those shots, so they just could use whatever shots they could use, and it just it it shows like I don't play basketball at all, but watching this, he looked like he really didn't play basketball. So it's like they had this basketball scene with like an actor, and the actor was acting his ass off, like doing a great job on the acting front, but the basketball front, people on Twitter were like had so much to say about <laughs> how you know like what what is he doing on the court out there? Did did. It strike you as a non-basketball player and as it, being bad at basketball? No, I don't know. My, 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 it's so weird. Like, my interest kind of tunes that shit out sometimes. <laughs> like, if I see somebody playing basketball, like, I'll see it, but then I won't, I won't, like, clock it as bad or good. I'll just, I'll be looking at how this advances the scene or whatever. <laughs> so, I'm like, all right, so he said that to that dude, so I guess they're going to get into that thing later. So, what you're saying is that you really were the perfect audience for the loss. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Details, schmeetails. <laughs> I don't care about none of that. I just want general general ideas and <laughs> concepts, sweeping music that comes yeah. in from time to time. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Oh, man, that was some sweet-ass sweeping music when uh, the helicopter was lifting off. I They were just... Were, yeah, it was oh, yeah, kind of yeah, weird, yeah. right? Like It seemed like it wasn't the like, usual music. Like, if I was watching this in the correct order, (laughs) and I did not know that there was one episode left in the season, I would have been like, oh my god, they're going home. They're finally going to escape the (laughs) island. This is it, you guys. (laughs) Little did they know. That's too much. Is it a lot to ask someone to, like, do a quick circle around the plane before we lift off? (laughs) Check for bullet holes? I mean, is that not a procedure? how did you not notice the gas gauge going down earlier that's true yeah or you could you know i don't know maybe use your sense of smell yeah. like does anybody smell gas <laughs> does anybody smell any fuel coming around well maybe the the bullet was just lodged in like the side of the tank and then they hit a little bit of turbulence <laughs> and it popped out also they might not have smelled the gasoline because there was a dead person or two nearby yeah and uh the recently dead usually evacuate their bones, right oh. so it's like I don't know. Like gasoline is a pretty strong smell, but so is poop. Yeah. That see that that 
train of logic makes sense to me, <laughs> and I would totally buy that. Uh, but it, it just seems almost like... Someone should have walked around the fucking helicopter. Yeah. yeah. Especially knowing that it was sh- getting shot. Yeah, there, there was a gunfight that just happened, and we, we're trained by watching this show that gunfights happen, blah, 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 and then like we yada, yada past it yeah. at the end, and then they just keep moving forward. But there's a lot of death. There's a lot of people dying on this island, and then mm-hmm. there's a lot of bullets flying. Like, you would think that they would be a little more cautious with the <laughs> amount of gunfights that they've been in so far. Well, what would you be surprised to find out that there's been no... Side of bad side effects to their gunfights until this moment, <laughs> or it's just that one issue with the plane yeah. with the helicopter. Every other time they've gotten a gunfight since then, nothing else has been shot except uh, whoever People? they're shooting at. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm being a little hard on the show this week. <laughs> Usually, I'm so willing to let a lot of this go, and I. Whatever. Usually, it's all just basketball to AJ. It's all just basketball. <laughs> it's just harmonious movements and noises that I get the general gist of. <laughs> I think I have, like, story blindness. Like, I can see the general <laughs> movements of the story, and that's... Just get where you want to get to, and then I'll be okay with it. Speaking of uh, general story movements, uh, when they flash forward to the present day, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, and they show Hurley uh, in the mental institution, yeah. they have a lady walk up to him and be like, Hey, are you going to do anything crazy? It's like, lady, you were in a mental institution. <laughs> Why are you guys even having this conversation? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I felt the same way. It's a conversation that does not need to happen. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What is that? How? What situation could you liken that to? Like, you know you can't trust what is being told to you by this person. Because like, he's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And that's why he's there. Also, she should have been talking to his, his doctor first. Then we... Yeah. Is he going to do something crazy? Yeah. She probably did talk to the doctor, but being anyway. a diligent grandmother, she yeah. probably like, had to cover all her bases and then like decided to speak to the person directly. Thanks. I mean, what, would you, what should she have done? Yeah, like not bring your grandson like to a mental institution. Yeah. To... Or, or to have a uh, separate area mm. uh, for visiting. Right. Not necessarily just drag a kid out. And walk him right through, like, the big old rec room yeah. of a mental institution. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, okay, uh, wait behind me where I can't see you. I'm going to have a conversation with this crazy guy to make sure he doesn't do anything crazy. <laughs> um, all these other crazy people that I won't be able to see should be fine. I don't know, man. That, that, was, that was a little... What, did she come into the room and, like, sweep through it? Oh, she asked everyone else <laughs> yeah. in the room first. You going to do something crazy? Huh? You? Do you, you know that not? guy over there? Okay, good. Walt, stand next to this guy. <laughs> he promises he's not going to do anything crazy. And I trust the promises of a man that's, you know, basically incarcerated <laughs> in a mental institution. I said incarcerated. That's not correct. Well, seeking treatment? Yeah. Uh, not even seeking treatment. Just shelved away from society, <laughs> whatever you want to use in that, in that context. I, I feel like all are equally valid. Yeah. yeah. It really just depends on... The particular mental institution. And the circumstances surrounding that person's uh, presence in the mental institution. What did Walt tell his grandmother that convinced her to bring him to this place? I mean, I... I still don't even know who <laughs> Walt is. <laughs> yeah, we can't talk too much about Walt right like, now. I know Walt is someone's son. Right. And I want to say it's Michael. Mm. But racist. I don't know. That's a racist <laughs> statement there. Name one other black character we see on the show. Uh, a bad on. 
that oh yeah the, the, oh, the angel yeah the angel yeah. there's him and then there's well we know <laughs> that he's not Matthew's son because Matthew was standing by the car when Locke met Walter <laughs> that's right yeah and he's the one who brought him over there yeah so. that's very true yeah. would you be surprised to know that Walt's dad is Jin <laughs> I'm just fucking around yeah that's I would be <laughs> I'd be like really what is he adopted like, nope, that's full-on Jin's son. Mm-hmm. Like, um... That's Jin's biological son. <laughs> oh, there's a sitcom idea somewhere in uh-huh. there. It's been explored, but not in that. Like, that's a different slice, guys. Yeah, so I don't know. That Hurley Walt scene, I guess they had to give something to the audience to, so that you just didn't think, like, Walt, you know, took a flight by himself to come see Hurley, right? Or whatever the hell, the car ride, or whatever the hell. Um, yeah. But yeah, I guess it works enough, but everybody keeps on calling Locke Jeremy Bentham. Mm-hmm. We know that from our vantage point who Jeremy Bentham is, and I guess it was just... I'd be so upset if that's a season-long mystery. <laughs> oh, man. Like, like I, I'm assuming that it's just a mystery in the finale, right? the three parts of the finale. I, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's hard to remember, you know. Yeah, I can't remember, actually. To be no, honest. This, is, yeah. this is one of the seasons where you guys sort of tuned out. Well, no, it's just because it's hard to keep track of how much time gets covered per seasons and episodes and stuff like the whole sixth season i think happens in like two or three days yes. and like the first four seasons was like what a hundred days yeah it's like three months or something like that like 90 days or 100 days yeah. or something like that right so i mean yeah there's a lot it's of tough to count how many episodes because i mean like the time travel episodes were only maybe four or five but it felt like a a whole season. It felt like those just <laughs> kept going on and on and on. Like time didn't work normally. Yeah, I yeah I don't know with the with the I I did enjoy the time travel season um, originally. I still kind of do. It did kind of some of its magic did kind of shine off, but I think that's not like a new thought. I think that thought was kind of out there. Yeah. But I did remember feeling some of that. Like okay, we got the time travel part. But yeah, like you have to like sacrifice a lot when you start introducing time travel to a show like this. Like they have to sacrifice basically like uh, just finding a, a a way that makes sense because we all know what it is to like get up and like brush your teeth or you know don't take a shit in the morning. But yeah. you don't know what it is to time travel, so it's kind of hard to bring that into like let's bring this to human terms. So like they do like a in... smoke monster. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, you got me there. There's there's not much you can really do about that. They did try to like humanize like the smoke monster but then the idea of time travel is just a concept and then Mm -hmm. that concept it's familiar to people in one sense but totally alien in another one because no one's no one's time traveled so it's it's familiar to people as a story element right but it's very fantastical like dragons people know about dragons yeah people done been heard about dragons (laughs) (laughs) right people done been heard about dragons guys come on I, i don't know where those words came from. <laughs> <laughs> I think it came from like another dormant part of you that's very uh, Nubian, I would yeah. say. I think yes. it was it was going along with the rhyme scheme from yeah. uh, uh, "Let's get weirdy and beardy," <laughs> and then we're gonna people done been beardy about dragons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, like dragons are very familiar with people. But the thing is, dragons are also not a thing that people are just like, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course, dragons. Yeah. It is one of those things that people, like, uh, sort of hang on to when they're talking about, like, uh, and I'm not going to 
uh, say this in spoilery terms for David, mm. but like whenever people are like, oh, that thing in Game of Thrones is unrealistic, <laughs> everyone's just like, motherfucker, there are dragons. Yeah. yeah. Don't talk to me right. about unrealistic. There's <laughs> dragons on your show, stupid. Wait, so what is time travel supposed to represent? Oh, what is the, I mean, I know what it is, but what is the general... What is the general ethos of having, or whatever, having like a uh, like a time travel? Is it just man's man's want? inability to accept the past? I suppose yeah. so. And it's like you get this opportunity to change it, except that uh, in the end, most time travel stories say you right. can't change exactly. it, or or they say, "Oh, the future's really bad, you guys. <laughs> it's really bad. It's like super bad, you guys. Like it's kind of messed up." Just letting you know, um, we can't do anything about it. We're on a single track that doesn't change, but uh-huh. it's pretty messed up. Uh, yeah, okay, so like, I guess the idea is you want to change something or whatever, and it kind of, that's fine, I guess. That plays into yeah. the themes of the show, like the, the overarching themes of the show. Of destiny. Like, yeah. yeah. Destiny, uh, change, because like, you know, they're changing, or they're trying to change time. Essentially, they're trying to change themselves. All these cast members are... I don't, know, I don't think they're trying that to... That actually does sound like a Lost-style mission statement. Right. Mm. They're trying to change time, and they're trying to change <laughs> themselves. <laughs> that was, that was like, written on the whiteboard, like, mm-hmm. on, like, the first day of writing when they came back from... Yeah, when they came back break. from uh, the season break, it's like, all right, what are we going to do with this next season? This is our time travel season, guys. Yeah. We teased it. <laughs> we put that rabbit in the machine... <laughs> And didn't show what was going to happen, because time travel. (laughs) Now, we need time travel to reflect something about our show. I kind of like what they did with that video, where uh, where Locke is watching this video with Marvin Gandalf. An orientation Except his name was not Marvin Gandalf, and his name was also not Miles' dad. No. What was his name in this this video? Hallowax. Oh, motherfuck. Okay, I didn't even pick up on that. I want to say it was like Eli Hallowax or something. Then is Hallowax a thing regarding to like candles? Wax. Edgar Hallowax. Edgar Hallowax. I was close. I had the E right. Oh well, that doesn't. Edgar gonna Hallowax that ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said to Miles' mom. Yeah. That's that is what he said to Miles' mom. Oh my right. God. Wasn't he like listening to some weird like? country tune or jazz or something he was listening to the jazz right we talked about this yeah he's the country fan she's the jazz she's fan. the jazz fan ah okay i see there you go like it's weird though that hallowax thing doesn't scan with the other two names pierre chang and uh marvin candle yeah i don't think we've met marvin candle yet oh we haven't no oh, no we have <laughs> oh have we yeah uh that's how he introduces himself in the beginning of the video that he was recording uh, oh you're right okay yeah we, we haven't seen that. We just saw him recording the video. Yeah. Like, okay. right. Would you believe, Chad, that uh, this actor's name changes seven more times before the season, <laughs> for the series begins? Yeah. Or at least uh, five. Yes. There's six, I would, six I times. would, or no, I would not be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> that would be like, okay, this, this is a thing that they do in this show. Yeah. Somebody was really into like, wow, um, during the, during oh, somebody on the writer staff, and mm-hmm. one of his names is Leroy Jenkins, I think. <laughs> uh-huh. That's yeah. not a wild thing, right? I think I fucked that. Yeah, I think so. That's no, a, that's, that's a wild, wild thing. thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. But I mean, Hallowax, the last three letters, wax. Candles are made of wax. Okay, yeah. Okay, so I can see. Yeah, yeah there we go. And yes. uh, we're also going to get to see uh, another previous version of Miles' dad, John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that would have been so fucking amazing if they actually had a John a, a Wick. Keanu Reeves yeah. as uh, Miles' dad <laughs> instead of the guy that we do have. Who, who is good? Don't get me wrong. But if it was Keanu Reeves, and then later he, he ends up as a character called John Wick, you know someone on Reddit would be like, it's all connected. It's all connected. <laughs> I can see it all. Time is a flat circle. None of this is a coincidence. <laughs> I believe in things, you guys. Also, uh, listeners, if you go back to the Friday episode of Dirty Work Minute from two weeks ago, um, you can hear my uh, explanation of what John Wick is all about. So please. Have you never watched John Wick? Uh, I, I watched it. Last night, if you listen to the episode. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so please check that out. Dirty yeah. Work Minute. Wait, you watched it last night from when people are listening to this episode? Um, no, because uh, I'm talking about an episode that dropped two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, which uh, is today. Yeah, because today's Friday. Time travel makes my head hurt. <laughs> it's it's so hurty. That that's what's going on right now, you guys. What you guys are hearing is time travel yeah. actually happening. Yeah. This was recorded in the past and brought to your future. Yes. Well, your present actually. Now that you're listening to it, this is a snapshot of time, everybody. That you had yeah. a chance to, to listen to. But uh, just yeah, for the listeners on uh, on Friday, September eighth. Uh, episode 54 of Dirty Work Minute Oh, dropped. Oh, it's two weeks <laughs> from when people are listening to... Okay, I get it now. I get it. Where's Martin Kimi's math when you need it? Because I feel that would came in handy. I, yeah. I I only made that connection when Chad had that uh, had that epiphany. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, and if we want to add another layer onto this, that episode was recorded uh, two months ago. Oh. No. All right, so <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I think what we're finding is that... Uh, David's David, a time lord. <laughs> David is a time lord. And also uh, added on top of that, David K. Jones was also not instructed by the uh, Hawaii educational system like oh. Chad and I was. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know, um, props to props to his uh, hometown. Virginia? Mostly North Carolina. I was going to say that. Yeah. And then like I was just like, I don't know if I want to put your hometown out there. Yeah. Like, I'll let you do that. You yes, did it. Figure it out. That's impressive. <laughs> you follow all the clues. <laughs> I don't know why I thought you were from Virginia. Uh, my parents live in Virginia, so whenever I go home, that's where I go. That's now. probably why I think that you're from Virginia. Uh, yeah. I don't get. I know we. I always just assume the parents just stay wherever <laughs> it was that you grew up. Yeah, like they're frozen in they're frozen in time yeah. and like an amber status of like we just we're here now. Yeah. Right. That's how my grandparents they've been living. My grandma's been in the same house my whole life, so I mean that, that makes sense. Hmm. I see. People do that. Yeah, yeah, people do. I guess it's I guess it's viewed as more traditional, right? Like not too many people. Well, you know, I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> like I'm, I was about to say like some weird sweeping generalization, but that's eh, I don't know. People move oh, around. People don't. It's about like your own personal experience. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. My personal experience is that parents usually stay in the same place <laughs> from when you turned eighteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I do know people whose parents have moved, but I feel like the vast majority of parents, like, once you're out of high school, they're at the point where it's just like, yeah, this is fine, right yeah. here. I'm not going anywhere until I die. <laughs> <laughs> Before we move on, that, that Hurley-Walt scene, there's a moment where Walt said Jeremy Bentham came to, to see me. Um, and then, like, uh, Hurley and, and Walt start talking, but there's a moment where... He said, oh, we didn't tell anybody about the island because we needed to protect people. And then Walt says, people like my dad, 
And he says, yeah, yeah, people like your dad. But And um, then immediately looks down. Yeah. <laughs> Does he immediately look, look down? Because I didn't even know. I didn't even clock yeah. that. Yeah. Right after he says, yes, like your dad. Yeah. He looks down. Ooh, so that was a telegraph yeah. to the audience. Because we, like, in this part of the show, we don't know that Michael's dead yet. We know that he's trying to defuse a bomb. Mm. We also don't necessarily know that Michael is just dead. Yeah. Harley could have just been looking down at his own genitals, like... <laughs> Also, okay. these, these like, medication is I'm just making bonus. the racist assumption that the only black person on the show that I've seen who's not an angel <laughs> had the black kid. <laughs> um, how would you feel if I told you that Jorge Garcia's character is Walt's dad? That would explain why he looked down at his genitals. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you came out of here. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is where you're from. <laughs> like people like my dad. Yeah, people like your dad. Me. And he looks down at where, mm-hmm. where little Walt came yeah. from. I want to protect these. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we we can move on from that for now. Uh, I did like a lot of the stuff that Jorge Garcia was doing in this episode. Mm. Uh, Like when uh, Sawyer and Jack uh, find him peeing in the woods. And then he's like, hey, you came back for me. And then Sawyer and Jack sort of look at each (laughs) other like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then you slowly see Jorge Garcia's face just start to collapse (laughs) when he realizes... That they were not here to help him. That's so great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was just like, damn, that's some good-ass acting. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even pick up on that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that does make sense. I'm glad, yeah, uh, Jorge Garcia is awesome. I think he's great in the show. Yeah. That was was really nice of Hurley to share his crackers with Sawyer after that. The crackers that he found, oh, that Ben dug up out of the ground, (laughs) is what Hurley says. Yeah. That's where they find these rations or whatever they are. These crackers. Yeah, saltine crackers. I think they're a root vegetable on this island. <laughs> <laughs> they did a lot of weird... Uh, uh, experiments. <laughs> Silly experiments. Casimir effect yeah. experiments. The Casimir effect can create... It can turn carrots into saltine crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all just buzzwords to us, right? As the audience. Is, is there another... Uh, is there a root vegetable that's a racial slur? Oh. We could make one. Uh, yeah, let's, let's, start, let's make we one. We can start calling. Uh, there well, wasn't. There isn't one extant though, right? No, I mean, there's potato-related stuff that you can say about that people say about like Irish people. Irish people. people. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think just calling someone a potato. I see. Well, uh, I, I I put it to you guys. Let's yeah. start calling people that are I don't know Martin Kimi's height, mm-hmm. six five and above. Yeah. Um, I mean, ginger's a root. Ginger right? is a root, right? Oh yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, ginger's a root. Yeah, is that a nobody ever means the root when they're when they're calling somebody a ginger, right? Unless I'm, there's I'm, like a weird dude that has like a <laughs> has like a weird sense of insulting. I'm just thinking that it's uh, the gentrification of uh, uh, slurs of uh, to make uh, a root vegetable into a cracker. I <laughs> <laughs> went way too long to get to the punchline. <laughs> Sorry, of the I think I fucked up your timing on that one too. You're no, like, no, it wasn't. It wasn't your fault. That was just. <laughs> it was a weak punchline that I built, spent way too much time trying to make build up for. Yeah, we, we went into a whole discussion about yeah. There's the vegetables. Like, there's a whole. That's there's what a whole, came to. There's a whole two hours cut off from this podcast from just that discussion, you guys. You'll never hear it, <laughs> but we kind of just yeah. You fucking it up. turnips. Yeah. <laughs> Turnip is a root vegetable, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's discuss Jack. Um, is Jack the prodigal son to the island? Because um, he has to go back? Well, he left, and oh, yeah. he's 
got is himself kind of fucked up. Is that what prodigal means, by well, the way? Prodigal son, it's just... I don't know. What is the exact definition? I know more about the prodigal sorcerer than I yeah, do about the prodigal sorcerer. Because you tap him to deal one, one damage, damage target yeah. creature or player. It's just such a weird thing for a blue creature to do. Are we talking about... What are we talking about? <laughs> Magic cards. Oh, fuck. Okay. okay. Like, you was talking about Jesus, and we was talking about magic cards. Because we had different interests in high school. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, well, prodigal wizard is a blue creature. See, now you guys got me doing it. Prodigal sorcerer, I believe. Prodigal. Yeah, prodigal sorcerer. <laughs> the uninitiated just said wizard. <laughs> uh, so, the definition of prodigal... Spending money or resources freely and recklessly, wastefully extravagant, huh. or having or giving something on a lavish scale. Okay, um, I think we could still apply this to Jack. Like, he's not living um, a lavish life when he leaves the island, but something that you can also count as currency is maybe his time. His time is not being spent on the, the island. His energy is not being spent to husband the island mm-hmm. as it's as the new Jacob or whatever that he was supposed to be. So because of this, because his time is being wasted in whatever efforts, and he's still a doctor when he goes back, like he's still a spinal surgeon, Uh but that is not the correct use of his time. And that we can tie back to the themes of destiny and predestination, something that Jacob set for him as the potential new protector of an island. And because that wasn't seen to its end we get what we get with jack now which mm-hmm. is one that is disheveled and um beardy as yeah. chad mentioned there beardy and weirdy mm-hmm. beardy and also weirdy and he's you know he's lacking purpose yeah so that's why he wants to go back to the island and that's why i think the best time in jack's life and i don't know you guys can argue this point we can kind of argue it one way or the other but the best time that jack has ever experienced in this life not you know flash sideways aside and all that <laughs> stuff was probably on this island the connections that he made with these people and that's pretty much spelled out in the finale with the church scene right so like with the with this idea with, with going into this idea that jack is the prodigal son because he squandered the time that he could have been taking care of the island with fruitless efforts of you know trying to chase a past that wasn't his anymore like mm-hmm. he wasn't supposed to return he wasn't supposed to be a doctor anymore and he knows this and like he feels this and um i think it probably eats him up that um this is something that Locke tells him in that in that yeah. in that botanical room or whatever that like hey yeah you you know you're lying to yourself and you know once you leave you're going to realize you made a, a huge mistake and he does because yeah. he's trying desperately to get back to the island and this is through like a drug fugue state you know he's like drugged out but he's still conscious enough to realize that he fucked up yeah see he said he doesn't have any purpose. Like he, the only other thing that he could have had while he was back in the real world was being with Kate and trying to be a father to Aaron. But he couldn't do that. So then, what else did he have? Yeah, drugs. Yeah, yeah, drugs. Drugs. How? So this there's a three year period of time that goes by. Like I wonder how long it took for that relationship to break down. I don't know. It's that's yeah. not super important, I guess, because yeah. they don't show us that. They it just, would have to have been long enough. Uh, for Kate to have to explain mm. to uh, to Aaron why Jack isn't there anymore. And it would also have to be enough in the past where Aaron's no longer still asking, where's Jack? Right. Because we don't see him ask, where's Jack, all throughout next season. Oh, yeah. 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 So, yeah, Aaron's not even thinking about his <laughs> Uncle Jack anymore at this point, right? Mm. Yeah. 
Jack's gone. And but Uncle like, Jack was there long enough for him to be like, where Uncle Jack? Yeah. yeah. Where that Uncle Jack at? Yeah. Mama, where Uncle Jack? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was six months is my, my guess. But... I'm thinking probably about a year and a half. Yeah. I mean, six months before that oh, moment. Oh. So I guess two and a half years. Huh. Somewhere in that. Yeah, a year and a half to two and a half. Mm-hmm. That nice. seems reasonable. Yeah. One thing about like the whole returning to the island to figure out his purpose what he said to Kate was he needed to go back to the island to keep Kate and Aaron safe. Is that true? Did going back to the island in any way make Kate safe? Uh, let's say overall, yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, but like, I don't, like, if that, I don't think that was his, I don't think that's what his motivation was. That's at just the what time. he told her. Yeah, that's what he told her. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. and that, and like, in the end, he doesn't like he 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 protects the island, but he never once. Well, I don't remember him mentioning Kate or Aaron towards the end of his time or his conversation with Jacob. If if they were that important, he would have maybe shoot. I don't know, mentioned it like that. We were too far and we we're too too many episodes, you know, removed from this version of whatever Jack was. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's kind of hard to say. But like, I think. Him being the protector of the island, keeping the light there, and keeping keeping evil away from it, mm-hmm. ultimately protects um, Kate and, and, and Aaron. But I don't think I don't think that was like his main thrust when he was yeah. acting in that way. I don't think she was. He was just trying to go back to what was better. Yeah, I suppose because on this island, even on this island, he kind of he. He wants to be the hero, even mm-hmm. even in this mundane life that he returns mm-hmm. to. He's the doctor and, and all this other stuff. But um, but on the island, he gets to live out this hero. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to say fantasy because he technically is a hero based on his actions. But mm-hmm. but he's uh, he's living this hero scenario, you know. And he gets to become the protector of this island, where he has to protect these people, which is something that you might be able to consider heroic. But yeah. I, I can I can see where he's coming from on that. Like, uh, it's a personal story. I used to uh, produce a lot of uh, comedy shows here in Honolulu. And I complained about it all the time. <laughs> I still complain about it because uh, the fucking comedians. Okay. <laughs> uh, like, they're just really difficult to deal with. But when I was doing it, I felt important. Mm-hmm. And I felt respected, yeah. and I felt like I was doing good work, and I miss that a lot. But every single time that I start thinking about doing something, I start putting it together, and I realize fucking comedians. <laughs> man. So like, I can see where like uh, Jack is just like, oh man, the island was so challenging. Like I just needed to get out of there, and then back in his regular life, he's like, there, there's certain things that I miss. Yeah. I see. Yeah, that's. I like that. I like that comparison. Uh, speaking of, uh, please come out to uh, Hawaiian Brian's on uh, Friday, September 29th yeah. for uh, King of the Zing, a comedy fighters roast battle show. Yeah, please yeah. come out and support uh, that show. Yeah, I'm uh, producing another comedy show because I fucking hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> but these are the comedians on this show are ones that you like. Yes, because I actively choose to spend time with you people. <laughs> Despite the fact that I still call you you people. <laughs> I love you people so much. <laughs> you people are the best. Um, yeah, well, I, I just, I thought that was kind of interesting. But he does make his way back, and we do see a different 
Jack after he's back on the island, mm-hmm. which is kind of tying it back to the whole prodigal son thing. Like he goes out, blows whatever money and, and inheritance that he gets from his father and then mm-hmm. goes back. Um, interestingly enough, in the Bible's story, you can choose to add this layer on or not. But in Bible telling of that story, the prodigal son comes back and he's so ashamed of himself that he feels that he doesn't have the right to ask for his father's forgiveness. So he pretty much just asks his father, like, um, after he blows all his money and he's broken, whatever, he comes back and he tells his father to make him as one of his hired men. So Mm -hmm. he doesn't even want the title of being this guy's son anymore uh, because he kind of just squandered all his inheritance or whatever. But the father doesn't make him one of his hired men, but still, but instead welcomes him back as... um, his son. And you can kind of see that with Jacob, sort of. He kind of had that fatherly role where he was like, oh, you're back. Oh, yeah, the job's still here if you want it. You mm-hmm. know, we haven't crossed off your name yet. And when Jack came back, didn't he uh, not immediately step back into a leader role and instead tried to follow Sawyer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he kind of just chilled out when he came back to the island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, uh, he was looking. He wasn't looking for it, but he was waiting for his purpose to surface that's supposed to be how it works right you don't look for your purpose your purpose finds mm. you or is that or is that the uh, women i think it's uh yeah i think it's probably both if you yes. truly love your purpose let it go mm-hmm. and if it loves you back it'll return that sounds like purpose that yeah. sounds like um if you love purpose enough and you let your purpose go mm-hmm. your purpose will come back to you yeah you yeah. should you should always let purposes go <laughs> uh, yeah just get rid of all those um those horny porpoises <laughs> and their red spotted penis areas. <laughs> I'm not going to research that to see if it's correct. <laughs> oh, it's correct, you guys. Porpoises have a very extremely red area when they're in the mood to do it. How like do we dogs. even get here? <laughs> oh, that is dogs. <laughs> Did I say that um, porpoises do have these little red rockets that... No? Okay. <laughs> oh. My favorite line of the night comes from miles where he says or he says oh yeah so why would you want to leave he's talking to what's her face the charlotte charlotte the redhead and he's asking her well yeah why would you want to leave the island after you tried so hard to get back here and she's like what do you mean get back here he's like what do i mean where did where did where did miles get that information from do you think a dead person probably you would think that right but she hasn't been on the island for several years if there's if there's somebody that 30 did, years. yeah. If, 30, yeah. if somebody does know her story and they're recently dead, that seems odd. If it's like somebody that was on the island, that seems odd because isn't Miles's power predicated on the fact that they have to be like fresh dead meat or like they, they can't be like rotted? You know, if there's like a skeleton in the ground, I don't think he can read that, can he? I don't know. Have don't they shown him unable to do that? Yeah. I guess not, because it could just be a case of ill-defined powers. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah, like, but like, there's but, a lot of things that are ill-defined in this show. Yeah, <laughs> on purpose mostly, I guess. Right? Well, maybe it's not as purposeful. Some of it is just kind of weird. Yeah, I I really like not only the way that he said, uh, "What do I mean?" <laughs> <laughs> like he just continued to make faces for the next few yeah. seconds after he said that. Yeah, he didn't I, have a lot to do in this episode, but he was real sassy. Even with um, Rose, right? Yeah. He has two scenes. Well, I don't know, whatever. A couple scenes in this episode. One with Rose and one with Charlotte. Yeah. And both these miles turned up to like a <laughs> 7 out of 10, I think, on the mm-hmm. dial of miles. The miles dials? The miles dials. The miles dials. That's, that's <laughs> definitely a t-shirt. <laughs> well, 
Okay, so the Miles Dials t-shirt, one of the dials is sassy. Yeah. What's the other dial? Because it, it has to be two. Sarcastic. Otherwise, it would be a mile dial. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. That's, that's great. Yeah, what would the other dial? I, don't know, I feel like it'd be like sassiness and then uh, piercings. <laughs> <laughs> you just have the piercings turned like all the way down uh, and sassiness turned all the way up. That's that's the greatest. Oh, yeah. I, I would buy that shirt. Yeah. yeah. Like miles are piercings. <laughs> Sassiness or piercings. <laughs> oh, it's so good. One of these days, we're going to make a lot of uh, uh, t-shirts. Yeah. yeah. And we're just going to t-shirt cannon them somewhere. <laughs> like, not even to, like, a crowd. Just, like, into random, busy just downtown the, street. Into the ocean. No, we, <laughs> we should totally do a t-shirt cannon drive-by. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, like, just shoot it at, like, a, a bus stop. That'll get news coverage for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. All about them clicks, you guys. <laughs> like, oh, man. It's too bad that uh, you don't still have the old work van. <laughs> yeah. Like, with the old logo on it. Oh, actually, I, I do. Well, we'll talk about this in a little while. <laughs> okay. But I totally do. <laughs> that would be kind of hilarious. People would be like, what's that? <laughs> door slides open. Foom. Foom. <laughs> Miles Dials? What does this mean? <laughs> Sassiness and piercing. I don't get it. We should put like uh, our website on oh, the yeah, bottom no, of every uh, shirt. Yeah. Or on the back, like across the shoulders. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Or just make that shit huge. Like just blow it up. <laughs> yeah, like on the back, it just, I like every shirt is going to be confusing to people. And they're like, what, what does this mean? And they turn the shirt around and look at the back. What's up with that, bro.com? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that would be like the best guerrilla marketing campaign. We found it. We found it, you guys. Yeah. We're about to make this shit happen. Oh, man. What if we actually put on guerrilla costumes before we do this, too? <laughs> oh, my God. So that we could really be a guerrilla marketing only, team. Yeah. We, can, we, can wear, we can wear the guerrilla costumes only if we have grass skirts. <laughs> to okay. symbolize grassroots guerrilla marketing. Yeah. That'll be too... That's like... That's too much. That's a hat on a hat. That's <laughs> all right. I think we should wear two hats at the same time, too. <laughs> Well, well, it, how many of us are going to be wearing those hats? I mean, David, you are a uh, producer of the show. Yeah. You are our webmaster. Right. You are the video and audio <laughs> editor. So many hats. Yeah. So you get to wear a bunch of hats. I just show up. <laughs> <laughs> I want to wear like just like a nice little green beret. <laughs> Not because I'm a green beret, <laughs> but because I believe my gorilla is a green beret. <laughs> I want to wear like those uh, uh those cat in the hat hats that oh, used to yeah. be big for a little bit <laughs> you mean the virtual insanity yeah. hats yes what the <laughs> fuck is that guy's name jamiroquai <laughs> jamiroquai get your jamiroquai hats yeah. we should get into that game too we should get into all of the games we should get into hats making what's up with that bro hats What's up with that bro like silverware or is just plates <laughs> well i think with uh, stuff like hats uh other logo stuff we need to have a much more solid logo. Right now, like, our uh, <laughs> our picture is a picture of us. Like, yeah. We need someone to, like, cartoonify yeah. us or something. It's just a picture of us in t-shirts that we took in my backyard. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Fuck that. Let's let's get that image out there. Like, that's our logo. Our logo are three dudes in a picture. That is, yeah, that's kind of hard. But I want it to be Yeah, if someone, like, cartoons it up or something. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, we... Yeah. Hey, listeners, all uh, all 19 of you. Yeah. Uh, Tune us up. Yeah. 
make make a little cartoon of the three of us and then tweet it to uh, what's up with that bro? No, that's not what the name of our Twitter no, is. No, it's what bro pod. What bro pod? It's been a while since I tried to plug that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, win win a prize. Yeah, win something good. Yeah, yes. feel good. Maybe you could go to an island where miracles happen. <laughs> yeah, maybe you could, guys. Maybe you guys can get to that island. All right, so Ben kills Kimi. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he does. Um, I don't know. I guess this this is how the episode ends. Yeah. What do you guys make of this yeah. murder or death or killing or whatever? MDK. Well, um, I know that uh, uh, you you had an opinion on what kind of person would do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a sociopathic person. Yeah. Like, he just he, he killed Kimi, like, the guy that's responsible for keeping the people on the boat alive. He yeah. killed Kimi, and then when Locke was like, you killed him, you killed all the people on the boat, he looks at him and says, so? Yeah. Yeah. And... Well, you can't spell sociopath without soap. <laughs> I think that that is the nail in the sociopath coffin. <laughs> Good God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think anytime you ask somebody something and then like that's their only response is like, so? Like, they're probably a sociopath. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you mean. It's like, that's always like a response to when Why did you eat the you. last chips and not throw away the bag, David? That's so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not as a. I. Yeah, I mean. You're, you're always saying something kind of accusatory to someone when they say so, like that, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, I think if. I think so there's like, maybe a scale, right? Maybe you can introduce a scale or like. A so scale? A so yeah. scale. So, it's like, if somebody. trying to make someone feel guilty when they say. When you get that response. Right, right. Like, so you could either be trying to swat away that person's, you know, trying to trying to put you into a position where you're the lesser. I don't know if that's correct, because maybe it could be truthful. You did eat all the cookies. And it's so, not a... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how would you determine a sociopathic person? Yeah, it's just a... It's someone who... Uh, sociopaths understand right and wrong. They just choose not to live by it right and psychopaths so. don't understand it for yeah, i don't think there's a very clear i'm sure that there is like actually that. a pretty clear delineation uh, it's just that we haven't studied <laughs> enough psychiatry yeah. to yeah. tell so all of our psychiatrists and even if you're a sociopathic it, person or a if you own a copy yeah, of are, the dsmv uh, yeah. or if you've been diagnosed as a sociopath or a psychopath then let us know what's Please. the deal. Yeah. yeah, not just a simple antisocial personality no, disorder. No, no. Yeah. Just... Or, or even borderline personality yeah. disorder. You can fuck right off yeah. with that. <laughs> full-on sociopaths and psychopaths to people... tweet at us. Come on, we don't need We need people that don't feel emotions normally. Oh, think... that's probably what it is. It's not right and wrong. It's mm. emotions. Is it emotions? Like sociopaths uh, don't feel emotions, but they understand them and they're able to replicate them, whereas psychopaths just don't. Mm. I know I've I've been talking to you guys a little bit about this, but eh, it's I'll, I'll, whatever I mentioned on the on the show. So if it gets if we could switch we could switch off and go out and beer somewhere else after this if this doesn't go anywhere. But um, I've been reading that that Stephen King novel It, and there's this character that pops up and he's like. He's another little kid, but the kid is a sociopath. And um, it's written from the point of view of this kid. Stephen King does a really good job of it. But mm. there's a kid in the book who 
understands that there are rules and understands that there are consequences for his actions, negative ones. So he is aware of those. So he just tries to skirt the rules, basically. Mm -hmm. And he does all his sociopathic tendencies, which is putting pillows over babies and whatever. But like, (laughs) (laughs) or maybe he doesn't. Maybe that's a (laughs) metaphor. Maybe he doesn't pillow any baby guys. He just holds it over them to block uh, their view of the TV. Yeah, yeah. But what yeah. a monster. Yeah, so the, the book describes him in this way. And like I guess as a like from a sociopathic point of view, he's pretty much like he's aware that this is a world that has rules and he has to semi abide by them in order for him to like exist in this world. But as a sociopath, he, he only believes that he's the only one that exists. Mm. He doesn't believe in the existence of anyone around him. He thinks everybody around him is a figment of his imagination or whatever, therefore their existence or anything doesn't exist. And They're all part of the simulation. Right. And yeah. he feels that if he were to die, then that everyone wouldn't exist, including himself. So the only person that's real is him. And the only way of, you know, if he decidedly didn't exist, then nobody in this world that he interacts with would exist. Yeah. Basically the way it's described. It's kind of like how this entire series of Lost just exists in uh, Jack's dying brain. <laughs> <laughs> I I still think that that theory holds water. <laughs> you know what? That that theory kind of, that theory does kind of still hold water. I've uh, seen nothing to uh, <laughs> dispute this theory. Because <laughs> so I would say that yeah, we see him die at one point, and then stuff still happens. But I guess we, he dies in the real world, but not in the flash sideways. Which and all of that would be part of his dream. So then mm. it's just dying on different levels yeah. of uh, the dream. Or to see his death like the last thing that might be it. So maybe the last shot is his eye closing. Is that right? I no. believe so because it's supposed to bookend the first shot of the yeah, series, which is his eye opening. Uh-huh. I believe, right? We'll yeah. find out. That's the way that the mythology yeah. is set up for the show. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the very last thing that we see after his eye closing is uh, just the stuff on the beach yeah. from uh, the wreckage of the plane, with no people or anything. No. It's just wreckage on a beach with water washing towards it and the sounds of the ocean and that's why i was just like oh so <laughs> this is all just like his death dream yeah nothing has contradicted that yet but we'll find out speaking more. of uh, <laughs> contradictory things uh much like my thought on uh, what kimi is uh i had a thought about faraday ah. like i mentioned before that i think that he looks kind of like cory feldman mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i think that he's like cory feldman plus charlie day <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. He does like, it's something right. in his movements. Yeah, it's got a little manicness to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a character, right, that this actor is portraying? Because, like, everybody seems fine. Everybody seems like they're giving their best stuff. But then we get this character, this uh, Daniel Faraday, and just the mannerisms and speech patterns of this character just seem a little off compared to the rest of the crew, right? But it yeah. could also be that he wanted his character to be a little bit off from mm-hmm. everyone else. Yeah, because he is kind of singular in a way, where mm-hmm. he's like the he's the the physicist or whatever. He's the yeah. um, he's the numbers guy, and I guess I it guess took me sh- a few seconds to realize you said the word or oh. <laughs> physicist or what like I thought it? that it, you had turned it into some kind of a verb. <laughs> like he's the physicister. Yeah, it's like uh, like, like he physicists things. Yeah, he's. He's a great physicist. Physicist or Faraday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a 
That's the uh, it's the band that came after Twisted Sister. Twisted Sister and Fizz's Sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the uh, that was a spiritual successor. Uh, oh, that was a spiritual successor of Twisted Sister. You didn't do that on sister. I totally did it. That was a mistake. I, I could have just rolled with it and let it be a fun thing to say. But no, it's nope. better that way. <laughs> yeah, that's like been done heard. <laughs> Oh, my, how the turntables. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess we're getting into the heat stroke portion yeah. of the podcast. Yeah. So, uh, AJ, if you can, uh, never mind. Oh, yeah. Well, next episode, we are considering um, season four. And so part of the finale is yeah. uh, episode 12. So uh, I know what's no... going to happen at the very end. I know what the last shot is going to be. Sorry. What's that? The very last shot of uh, the next episode is going to be uh, Michael and Desmond and Jin staring at the bomb. Ooh, I want That seems like a good place to yeah. leave off. Yeah. So there's no place like home. Part one. That's going to be our episode next week. Yeah. Chad and, has already thrown down for that final scene. Uh, and else? I'm hoping that this is the episode that introduces. The Jeremy Bentham mystery. <laughs> if you keep on getting more Jeremy Bentham, like continuation and not an introduction, will you still be able to? Um... I'm going to be just as upset about it as I am with the love triangle, rectangle, <laughs> pentagon, whatever. Yeah, we. I know we're coming down to the end here, but we got a lot of that this episode, and I could, I could totally whistle through that shit. Yeah, so quickly. Oh yeah, this is also the episode where. Uh... Sawyer jumps out of the helicopter, which mm-hmm. I think is supposed to have. And if we were watching in the right order, that would have been a very emotional moment. It would have had much more resonance. Yeah. As it was, uh, this was the part where it's just like, oh, yeah, this is why everyone knows that he's in love with Kate. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. uh, right before he jumps out of the helicopter, he also lays a real good kiss on yeah. her. Mm. And he lays like a really important task on her, too. We know what the task is. I think it was. I don't think they had a task at this point in time. <laughs> no. I think it was... It, uh, the indistinct whisper. Yep, that's yeah. exactly what it said on the captions. <laughs> My big question about that is, like, that was a long, lingering kiss, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jack didn't do shit. He <laughs> yeah. didn't say nothing. He didn't do nothing. Were they... Yeah, what was... was they're thinking, like, I'm about to throw this motherfucker out of the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> and then he jumped, and then he was like, wait, um... He can read <laughs> I have the power. <laughs> uh, good lord, yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of just sat there. Like it'd be fun if he was staring off at the ocean and turned around and saw. Hey, wait, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. What? What if he was watching? He's like, yeah, I like this. <laughs> like maybe Jack's a cock. Yeah. <laughs> Jack just slowly like puts his hand on like Sawyer's shoulder, like in a gentle way, but. Just enough, and then sort of like, oh, hey, he hey, just what? sort of like pushes him a little bit closer into her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, like that. Yeah, make your teeth touch. <laughs> Is that another T-shirt? Make your teeth touch. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I can't get hot unless two of you guys' teeth is touching. Make them teeth touch. Touch some teeth. Just put your teeth. On that guy's teeth. <laughs> yeah, girl. 
Oh, uh, once again, back to the creep corner. Oh man, we'll take a we'll take a few dips before this uh, podcast experience is over. Yeah, don't you worry your pretty little heads about it. That I'm not doing myself any favors. So, uh, as we uh, slowly try and back out of creep corner, uh, let's go and visit Easter egg corner. Yeah, Easter anything? Um, yeah, we uh, we teeth touch. Yeah, <laughs> we got a. First time we get us down and watch one of these orientation videos we talked about already, but the uh, you know that uh, he's holding rabbit number fifteen, and that's a thing. Oh, the helicopter we see its serial number. Its tail number is N eight forty two M, and those are numbers. And uh, blah, blah, blah. oh, um, when the when the soldiers get attacked and ambushed by the others around the helicopter, one of the the guys that gets blown up. Is uh, is Omar that we see we saw before in the Flash Sideways? Hell yeah, Omar! Uh, yeah, that's that's. I don't a good remember rest. him from the Flash Sideways. You don't remember him? No. He was with Martin Keeney when they went to pick oh, up okay. Jin, I think. Yeah. They're in that like weird refrigerator thing. Yeah, he was one of the goons. Yeah. Was he? Was he the leather jacket goon? No, no that's, that's a like different it. dude. Yeah. That's okay. like a red shirt, I think. That yeah. never gets red shirted. Yeah. He, he could have been one of those other soldiers, and we didn't even notice. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, not in Easter egg, but uh, yeah. just a small little detail I really enjoyed. Uh, the C4 explosive was marked C4 explosive with an exclamation point. Yeah. If it was in Spanish, that thing would be upside down. <laughs> C4 explosivo. <laughs> C4. Yes, that's probably <laughs> what it would have been. You'd be like, is this a bomb or am I going to shave with this? What's happening here? C4 explosivo. <laughs> Get your explosive seacot. Whoa, shit. I'm supposed to be able to say that. <laughs> right, I can't. <laughs> Too busy making your teeth touch. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel like AJ starts Creep Corner just to get that groan out of David. <laughs> you would not be wrong, sir. But I would have to say it's, 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 I just fumble into it. <laughs> just happens naturally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alone again, yeah. naturally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Bugs, uh, we've mentioned our, our Twitter a couple of times already, What Bro Pod. Come find us at What Bro yeah. Pod. You awesome. should also write to us. Yeah. Uh, what's up with that bro podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And also come find us on Instagram. We yeah. still, we're, it's, it's, it's there. It's there. Yeah. Uh, are you, are you going to make uh, ditties for, uh, for this too, yeah. This this one's got a bunch of good ones. Okay, so, yeah. I'm gonna have to. So many ditties. <laughs> ditties are like that thing is good. Like I'm, I stopped doing them for a while. Yeah. But I gotta start start back up making those because I was just downloading whatever free song of the uh, day yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. and then just like putting a tweet onto <laughs> it. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. But uh, uh, you can find me and uh, eventually my ditties yeah. uh, on Twitter at uh, Chad underscore Wago. You can find me on Twitter at anevis 3 hard to spell or whatever. Just go and find us at WhatBroPod and I'm right up on there. Yeah, and you can find me uh, at DKJ Comedy. I, I eat ice cream every day and I'm about to hit my uh, fourth year, I think, this week. So, Amazing. Are you going to have some sort of ice cream anniversary? Um, yeah, it'll be an ice cream anniversary. If you guys want to come meet me at the Ben and Jerry's down at Ward, Ward Center by Ward Theater. All right. Um, where Coldstone used to be? Yeah, where it used to be at Coldstone. Now it's Ben and Jerry's. 
They have the Vermonster, which I believe is like 40 scoops of ice cream Holy or something. Holy shit. Didn't you do that already? Uh, I did it at um, Pearl Ridge. It's a place called Ferrell's. Yeah. They closed oh. down. It's, wow. But yeah, they had a giant I remember you were split. talking about the Vermonster, and I oh. thought that you already did it. Yeah, for day 1000, I did a mini Vermonster, which is like four scoops. So a Vermini. Yeah. That, that's not really much of a monster. No, but it also was uh, uh, chocolate chip cookies and brownies Okay. Toppings. But That's yeah, amazing. 40 scoops of ice cream is like, whew. Yeah. Man. That is awesome. That is a bucket a yeah, of ice cream. It's a big bucket of ice cream. That is a whole ton. Yeah, it's a lot of ice yeah. cream. Yeah, so uh, tweet at me and see if you want to come and uh, have some. Share it with me. That would be great. Mm. Well, um, um, when you say this week, yeah. do you mean this week when the podcast goes up? Or um, do you mean this week, yeah. two weeks I believe it's going to be to around this? the 21st or so. Okay. So um, that might be actually a couple of days ago. You All right. T- you turn to look at a calendar, and I turn to look at the same calendar <laughs> that was not yeah. in existence. The calendar is sitting where none of us can actually see it. <laughs> the calendar it. exists in the fourth dimension, yeah. and it's going to appear in about 10 <laughs> milliseconds. Yeah, but just for a short while. Don't yeah. even worry about it. Don't even trip, dog. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I meant to say this earlier. How old is Locke supposed to be? Ooh, how old is Locke supposed to be? Because he don't understand how to operate a VCR. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know that VCR is old, but, like, he couldn't pause or stop or whatever. And then... I mean, he did try for the stop button, to his credit, but he never once hit play. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> he fucked up the machine. Like, the thing was just rewinding, and he's like, oh, 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 oh. I think stop is probably what you'd want to do more than play. I think but it's play been a is long like time. another option yeah, other than stop. Time. I haven't used a VCR in a long time. Yeah. But yeah, Locke's supposed to be like, he was born in the 50s, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's accurate, because that's what he tells uh, Richard, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he's of the age where he would not know how to set a VCR or a microwave clock. Yeah. But he would have been an adult who had a VCR and used it, like, at the height of VCR. Um, what is what is, what is off-island um, 90s, late 80s, early 90s lock watching on a VCR? <laughs> We're trying to wrap. We're trying to wrap up here. Yeah. Like, well, tweet us. Tweet at us. Whatever. Yeah. Just, what do you think Locke is going to be watching on his VCR at home at, at his real yeah. time? Uh, so you hashtag Lockbuster. Lockbuster. So much Lock, better. Oh, Lockbuster so video. Get all right. We're putting get it. Get it right there. You guys can't hear that stuff. on the pod. Yeah. But that's the best. It's hashtag good. Lockbuster. <laughs> Lockbuster video. Lockbuster video. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We did it. Yeah. Oh. That, that, that needs to be a shirt. <laughs> like, if you can make it look like the Blockbuster logo. <laughs> like Dharma style? Yeah. Oh, man. Don't steal this Ooh. from this internet. We gotta figure this out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. We'll, we'll uh, talk to you guys about that online. Um, that's another episode in the can. You know what to do. Get lost. Get lost.